sit back and I've watched what's going on right now. All right, I'm about to say something, y'all. Like, they ain't going to feel me. For the last 11 years, we've watched technology carry the markets, push it beyond where it needed to go. We watched tech now down 27%. Energy is up 61%. So all my travels, we rocking with XLE. Yeah, we made some money on that. We bought the XLE option, call option for uh, 2023. Uh, March 2023, it was a 75 call. We got it when when the XLE was around 70 we up, up. I had 75 shares. I sold 75 contracts. Once I got to 115%, I actually sold uh, 51 of those, no, 49 of those shares. Got my return, got some, got my principal, got some profit. Now I'm letting 26 shares just run for me. That's all house money. I'm going to let that run for me. That's how we play the game. When we do lease, when we do options, we make our money back. Once we get our principal and a little bit of that profit, we put that in our pocket for later on, and we let that run. That's house money. That's how we play the game. Here's what I want to say. I personally feel during these moments, energy can carry your portfolio. And I don't think it's slowing down no time soon. I think the energy sector can carry your portfolio. The energy sector will keep you positive moving forward. 100%. And let me show you what I'm talking about. If we, if we look at the status of the S&P 500 compared to energy, we can look at XLE going crazy. We can look at OIH up 70% on a year. We can look at Slumberg and Hess. These are the biggest two. Let them see that again. Let them see that again. Let them see that again. Right, Slumberg and Hess are positioned to be two of the biggest oil distributors. They are positioned. We're talking about companies that's up 70%. But Trap said this a while back. I said, yo, we should be in energy right now. If you're in Travis Anonymous, you know we talked about this. If you're in Trap Master, we talked about this. We said, yo, we talked about this three months ago. So I'm bringing it to you. I'm like, energy will carry you through this. If you want to see positivity in your account, energy will... Ca- now, here's what to do. At the when we get to the other side of this, then you got to... See, as I told you, what we got to be able to do is rotate. We got to be able to pivot. We got to be able to pivot. Like a basketball. You got to... <laughs> you got to be able to pivot in this game. You got to be willing to do that. So, I feel like right now, tech, because tech is growth, tech is expansion, right now, we're not in that phase. We're in the bottom half of the business cycle. We're in recession, trough. That's where we at. Remember you hear peak the trough. We talked about the full business cycle. Peak the trough. We're in that recession trough phase. We're not in peak. Peak is where growth is at. If you look at it, 
energy and oil stock. We weren't doing that good when the economy was running. ExxonMobil, Chevron, they wasn't doing too good 2018. 2019, they wasn't doing too good. The market was running. They were talking about clean energy. I remember working at the power plants. 2021, though, game started turning. Economy got overinflated. Things start shifting. 2022, year to date, XLE, Energy, Exxon, Chevron, Schlumberg, Hess. Let's go, man. Woo! We're going to do something a little different today, man. We're going to do something a little different today. So here's what I want you to look at. I like to think long term as the catalyst to who I am. Here are 10 of the best performing stocks in the 10-year time frame. Tesla, 11,000%. NVIDIA, Enphase Energy. Monolithic Power, Netflix, Broadcom, T-Mobile, AMD. These are 10-year holes right here. I want you to find something that you feel comfortable in and ask myself, can I hold this company for 10 years? Yes, Apple is a bellwether, but we talking about things that exceed things. This is how you get crazy returns. Think out. We so busy thinking about what's in front of us. We so busy thinking, what can I do right now? Listen, real wealth is built over time. These things have compounded their way. We talking buybacks. We talking about stock splits, all of that. I remember when AMD was $16. Lisa Sue came in. T-Mobile. Netflix. I want us to think like that. When I can look back on something and say, yo, I've been in this thing for 10 years. Be hard pressed. You want it? Why well, don't see Apple? Why well, don't? Don't get me wrong. Apple did pretty good, but we talking 10 years. Apple went through a phase. Apple went through a phase. Microsoft went through a phase. Still got great returns. NVIDIA, Netflix, Tesla, monolithic power, Broadcom. I want you to ask yourself when you make your next investment, do I see myself holding this for 10 years? Let's go, man. Yeah, we're going to do something a little different tonight. We're going to do something a little different tonight. So what I did realize is this, y'all. I realized that it's my job not to just, like, come on, like, give information. Make myself sound like I'm the smartest person out. But what I do realize is that there are people in this game that don't understand how the S&P is. Don't understand how the NASDAQ is. Don't understand how the Dow Jones is. They don't understand it. And so if I'm going to truly come in and give you game, I'm going to truly come in and break this game down for you. I got to help you understand how this machine works. Remember, in the beginning of the, the, the match, we said the stock market is a machine that print money and I am capable of 
operating the machine. How you gonna operate the machine if you don't even read the directions? So here's a quick breakdown of the S&P 500. So the S&P 500 just broke down to 11 sectors. Inside of those sectors, you have industries. A sector can have multiple industries. Think about it. If you have finances, if you're in a financial sector, you can have insurance, you can have payment processing, you can have so many things. So let's talk about how it's broke down. So first, the technology sector is the biggest sector weight, meaning these market caps in technology are the biggest. Right? So you got your Apples, you got your Googles, you have your Microsofts. Service, you, these are inside of the tech sector. Right? Then healthcare is next. So inside of healthcare, you got the Johnson and Johnsons. You got your Abbott Labs. That make up 13%. So technology makes up 29%. Healthcare makes up 13%. Then you got your consumer discretionary. You got your McDonald's, your Home Depot. Like these make up 12.5%. Then you got your financials. You got Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, MasterCard. Right? These make up now the financial sector. These make up 10%. So we breaking down how the how the S and these 500 these 500 companies. Let's break them down so we can see. Now, what I want you to understand is this: if we understand that tech, watch this. This is good. This is good. This is good. If we understand that the tech sector makes up 29% of the S&P 500, if the tech sector is soaring, that means the S&P 500 has a good chance of being up because it's the dominant sector. If the tech sector is down, you're going to hear it say the tech sector is weighing down the S&P 500. So it's going to drag it. So if you got healthcare and tech doing good, then you know what? The S&P 500 doing what? It's up. Well, it has a good chance of being up because these are the two majority sectors. So if industrials down, just think about it. If industrials down, it, it, it equals 7.8%. You got 3M, John Deere, Caterpillar, Cummings. If this 7.8% is down, but technology and healthcare majority is up, how do you think the market is going to be? So now I need you to understand when you're looking at the market, you say, okay, boom. I see these companies up. I see these companies down. This is why the SM. I want you to understand how the market is working right now. So then we got communications. That's your AT&T's. How they moving? Then you got your consumer staples. That's your Coca-Cola, your Procter's and Gamble's, your Walmart. They make up 5.9%. Let's go real estate. We got your REITs. You got old realty. You got Simon Property. These make up 2.8%. Then you got Energy making up 2.7%. Now check this out. Here's how I want you to know how dope this is. If you take the Energy earnings away from the S&P 500, right now, they are the most impactful. Energy only makes up 2.7% of the S&P 500. But yet, the profits in the energy sector are so obnoxiously good. You take that away, the S&P is really doing worse than what it's going to be. It's doing worse than what it appears. ExxonMobil, Chevron, all of these companies are knocking it out the park. 
park. You take them out right now. That shows you how strong energy is right now because it only makes up 2%. But their earnings are so good right now because energy is so in demand. Whew. Then we got materials. And then we got utilities. You're talking about your southern companies. Make up 2.5. And this is how the 11 sectors are broken down. So now when you're looking at the market and you're like, okay, this is how the market looks. This is what's holding the market up. So now when you hear this is dragging the S&P, this is pushing the S&P, now you can understand why. God. Let's just roll some money up for that. Let's just roll some money up for that. 